energy. What is up, everybody? This is your fancy <laughs> podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, I'm with the guys, you know, the two-time, the two-time champ, the Cobra, Ryan Mulvaney, and my boy, uh, Billy Beam. Uh, Billy. Oh, sorry about that, man. I, I don't know what happened to me. I'm a little tired today. Steaming, my boy, Steven, Billy Beaming. Beaming. My goodness. What's up, guys? How's everything everybody. going? How's everybody doing tonight? You know, we doing good, bro. All right, all right. How, well, it's been a week since we've, or what, two weeks since we drafted. How's everybody still feeling about their teams about uh, two weeks ago? I still feel good, man. That's why I made no trades. That's why I'm like, I'm locked in, bro. I, I think this is the first time, one of the first times that I'm not going to try to trade early. I looked and I started thinking about it and I was just like, nah, nah, I like where I'm at. But I did actually make one little minor adjustment and I went and grabbed motherfucking Ronnie Bell. Bro, I don't sound know why like, I didn't draft him. You sound like a Michigan guy or something like that, man. Oh, you already know, baby. I mean, yeah, yeah, Ryan, doesn't seem kind of like a college kind of thing here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> See? <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you yeah, serious? Hey, hey, some guy who's barely going to make the team, Ryan, so don't worry about it. You know? Barely going to make the team? Who's leading all wide receivers in preseason right now, bro? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he said oh. preseason? It don't matter. <laughs> Out of hey, all that, right means, now. A, that means Aiden O'Connell's gonna be the next Super Bowl MVP. Hey, <laughs> hey what uh what what other wide receivers are being talked about right now? Uh ain't nobody, ain't nobody showing out. Uh it's fine, man. I, I mean, all right, well, all right, easy. I know those are your boys out there, Jake Moody, all those good guys. But uh you so you feel very confident with your team still. No, no uh, urge to trade or anything. You're ready to just roll into the season with what you got. Yes, sir. How, I mean, that's how, why I drafted him. How about you, Ryan? How do you feel the same way? Any trades lurking? Or yeah, I feel. I mean, I feel pretty good. I feel like like I keep looking at my roster and I think like, man, this is usually the kind of roster that I have at the end of the season. Not like I don't usually start the season with with the amount of running backs that I have. So like, mm -hmm. I've been putting feelers out for Ken Walker just to see what's out there. I'm not really like pressed to move anything, but no, I feel good. Like I'm happy with my team. It's it's how the draft fell to me. So I'm yeah. good with it. Yeah, man, I've been getting a couple of trade offers, and I'm kind of just pushing them around. You know, I'm I'm always uh up to up to trade early, even in preseason. I know I've, I'm uh, notorious for doing stuff like that, and <laughs> usually it bites me in the ass, and sometimes it helps me. But you know, th this season, man, I don't know. I just like the way I drafted, and like like Billy's saying, man, I just stick with it, man. And yeah, you really don't need to trade. Like <laughs> you, your team right now, but if you started trading and making hella changes, you you would be like, I think you would be stupid because yeah. I think I hoping, I'm telling you, your team is just I, I it's fucking immaculate, bro. I was hoping like, the fantasy guru was gonna be on. I, there was a deal out there. I was I was trying to work with him a few days ago. <laughs> or I was oh, thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> with the fancy, uh maybe we can Don't get a, a late him. like yeah, he doesn't need any help, man. He looks Don't like help him. it's gonna be between between him and Trey. Uh Trey might go back to back, man. I keep looking at his team, man. But you know, for a guy who goes back to back winning championships, he might go back to back on the street with a street sign and and shaking it so you better be careful um but yeah i mean it looks, sounds like everybody's good there uh i know uh later on tonight we're gonna get into some uh we want to talk about some mid-round uh mid-round players to, to look for in the draft because i know that's where it starts to get a little dicey and shaky but uh before we get into that i want to talk about i want to talk about you guys hear the news on trey lance Bro, look at I said this already. I said it. I said it. I don't know. I said it in a couple group chats. I said it to a few people. I I already seen it in in preseason week one. 
Sam Darnold just looked that much better, bro. And it was just a matter of time that that was that they made that that happen. Even though, like yesterday, I think I heard that the coach they asked they asked the coach the question, but he mm. said that there was going to be no definitive answer until prior to, to prior to week one starting. Um, so it was kind of a shock to hear the news already break. So I don't know if somebody in the organization opened their lips a little too early. But from what the coach was saying yesterday, he's not making any decisions as as of yesterday. So I don't know where where Tom Pellegro, Tom and yeah Tom Pellegroso and uh, uh what's his name the the fake Adam, you know what I'm saying? What's his name? The NFL the NFL analyst NFL doc. What's the fuck is his name? I'm not 100 percent sure on that, uh, but uh, but I got you right at, at all at all I mean after everything. Was Trey Trey Lance going into the season? Was he really a draftable player? Like mm-hmm. at some point, and I mean, even I I just didn't see. I know he got drafted in our leagues because you know it's an early league. It was still kind of it was still kind of like up in the air. They were always no. talking about is it Brock Purdy or is it Trey Lance? We're talking it was, about early August because it was because Brock of the injury. Purdy before that though. But but because of the injury though, you know, nobody knew until until Brock Purdy got cleared, right? Okay, all right, but still. Ian um, Rappaport, that was Ian the damn guy. <laughs> oh, that guy! Yeah, I know who that guy is. Um, but yeah, I know. I think um, who, who, I think Trey drafted him in our league, and that kind of shows that kind of shows you where he's where his mindset is in drafting. Uh, it's not too good, but um, yeah, Sam Darnold. I mean, yeah, we're talking about backup quarterbacks over there. What do you see? Do you see Trey Lance going somewhere else? Think we get in a trade, or you think he's just gonna sit it out? Nope. It's not about sitting out. All right. Think about this. I, there's a lot of speculation on, on him getting traded and him going to another team right now. But if the 49ers were to do that, what was the whole the whole reason behind the biggest stink that they threw about having an extra QB for them? What are they going to do? They're going to go find somebody else. They're going to go get another Josh Johnson. Like, no. Like, there's he's not going to get traded, at least not yet. I think it's way too early for that. They're not going to get the value out of him that they want. They traded crazy to get him. Yes. And obvi- you know what I'm saying? I think – and then if a team right now trades for Trey Lance – I was actually texting somebody about this earlier. If they trade for Trey Lance right now, that's just going to make a big spotlight on a whole QB situation. And not a lot of teams want that, especially to start the year. So I think it happens maybe by trade deadline. Uh, it maybe and I'm saying that's a big, big, big if too. I think it, it happens in the off season. They're gonna keep Trey Lance, third string quarterback, uh, depending on what happens, because obviously you guys know 49ers have this injury bug that happens every season, don't matter who what side of the ball it's on. 49ers are one of the most injured teams in the NFL, always limping into the playoffs and, and things like that. So I think Trey stays as third string. I mean, he could work get that uh, QB two spot back from uh, Sam. Um, but again, I think that trade happens after the season. All right. Anything on that with that on that subject, Ryan, or pretty much nah, doubt it all in. Nah, I'm hearing falls at the closest. Yeah. I'm hearing, I'm hearing Josh <laughs> Jacobs is close to, you know, signing up and uh, gearing up over here. I've been reading a lot of Raider news here. Um, I mean, that's, that's good for like people this weekend for fantasy, right? I mean, if he can get a deal done before, you know, Saturday or, or sign that deal. Uh, 
pretty much his franchise tag. That's what they're talking about. Going to go ahead and play on it. Um, we saw two weeks ago his stock just go way down there. I mean, if he, if he wasn't on that franchise or if he would have signed his franchise uh, tag beforehand, where does he go? Does he go in the first round in fantasy, in fantasy drafts, Ryan? Yeah, maybe the back end, early second. Because I know he went way low. I think he almost made it to the third round type. I think he was like, man, I think he came back around and was like right before me almost. I think Trey picked him up, picked him up yeah. right before me. So yeah, he was he was way on the back end. I think his stock rises just a little bit more, just knowing that he's you know he, if he's gonna play uh, from week one. Uh, I know a lot of I know there's a lot of people that looked at Zamir White who's having a great preseason. If uh, Josh Jacobs did not play, um, that's one of the guys you can kind of get a late like a late round steal. Um, but he also looked good in preseason. Since we're talking about preseason uh, football and how people are shining, my boy Aiden O'Connell's up there. You know, I might have to take a uh, might have to take a late round pick on the keeper if you know, you know, fragile Jimmy uh, Jimmy G doesn't pan out. But yeah, I mean, uh, Josh Jacobs looks like he's gonna sign there. Um, I don't have any other really f- uh, fantasy news that kind of like hit us. You guys, any signings? Anything? Anything that comes to mind? Yeah, I'd say a lot of injuries. I was gonna say, yeah, there's been a few with Njigwa, broken hand. Okay, Njigwa with the injury. Yeah, he's supposed to have surgery. They said that from what I uh, read yesterday, he's supposed to have surgery, but he should be back by week one. But I mean, be realistic, man. That's he's gonna be. He's not gonna be productive for the next few weeks. I think that knocks his draft spot down just a a few rounds from Mm. seven, eight, where it's at to probably maybe around eleven, twelve. They have an early bye week too, so it wouldn't shock me if you know they kind of keep him on ice for the most part until that bye. But uh, yeah, the other thing too is the Jonathan Taylor deal. I was just gonna get into that. I was like, Ryan, why don't you listen to Jonathan Taylor here, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it sounds like there's some there's some smoke and maybe there's some fire there. Um, six teams have reached out, um, had conversations about trading for Jonathan Taylor. Um, the last thing I read on Twitter is that there's actually a couple offers out there to the Colts. Uh, a lot of speculation about the Miami Dolphins. Um, the other team I'm not too sure about, but I know the Dolphins are definitely one that they've been looking to get another running back in their stable, starting with Dalvin Cook and some other guys. They try to trade for Saquon. So it doesn't surprise me, you know, tr- going after Jonathan Taylor. Um, the other six teams, but I, I couldn't find any names. A lot of speculation, like the Bears. Bears, Chiefs, Bears were one. Bears. Yeah, Bears. Just because the Bears had the most uh, cap room, I think, because they're not paying. They're not really paying anybody, not yet. I mean, if Fields, yeah. you know, becomes a stud, there, you know, there's two hundred fifty million dollars right there in five years. So, but uh, yeah, that was one of the big ones. I mean, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, so speaking of Jonathan Taylor, since you know you're going into drafts this weekend. The Deion John- Jackson, I think, is his backup. Kind of a late-round filler. A, kind of like something you want to keep your eye on just in case he does get traded. Um, I mean, because I think he's number two uh, He's number two in line. He also got Kenyon Drake, I think, out there. So keep an eye on those two running backs in the later rounds. Uh, a little, little, little side note for you guys just to keep aware of if he does get traded. Um, and any other injuries we have? I'm trying to think. No, I know that uh, Traylon Burks got. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but I know he's injured. Uh, he'll be out for a few weeks. I think he had like a. Uh, what did they say he had? He had something sprained. Uh, <laughs> MCL, I believe it was. 
MCL, ACL, something with a CL, right? Yeah, something with the CL. <laughs> uh, I know Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick for the Denver Broncos is out. I know he's not wide receiver one, but it's just notable. So if you're going to draft, but yeah, he uh, LCL. Yeah, there you LCL. go. LCL. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want an ACL, man. I don't wish, wish any ACL tear on nobody. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, how, hey, how about those Washington Commanders, man? Sam Howell with the star, starting gig, man. Do we all know that? Oh, oh, scary Terry, man. Turf toe. Oh yeah, there yeah. we go. Another one. Week to week. He'll be, he'll be all right though. Turf toe is one of those crazy ones, man. I know Charles Woodson dealt with that a lot, and then you know you know you got prime my, time. My, my guy Patrick Willis. That's why yeah, he retired. Yeah, man. That's. I mean, it all depends on how how bad of how bad of the tur- how bad the turf toe really is. But yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, you cut off my Sam Howell, man. Well, what about Sam Howell? Is, is he draftable now? He's the number one. He's a starter uh, week one going in uh, Washington. Um, nobody wants. Nobody wants to give Sam Howell any love out there. No, you I'm like still mildly. Are... I'm mildly interested, but not in our league. Like it's got to You get. I think it's a. Uh... One of those, let's wait till the regular season and try to get him off of waivers type of situation. All right, all right, all right, for sure, man. If we ain't got nothing else, man, we could talk about these uh, middle rounds. I know there's a, there's so many there's so many players in the middle round, man. That you know, it all depends on what round everybody's looking for. Like Billy has the zero running back uh, strategy. I I was just I was going the same way. Ended up just following whatever the uh, the board gave me. And it kind of it kind of gave me like what did I go? I went I went wide receiver. Um oh no, I went tight end, wide receiver, running back. And I wasn't planning on going that. I was planning on going honestly, I was planning on going three straight wide receivers, but just the way the board goes. Um sometimes you just gotta follow it. All right. So uh I guess I'll kick I'll kick it off with uh who I like in the middle rounds is Tyler Lockett, man. I think he's one of the one of the underrated wide receivers. Going in the middle rounds, I think you're gonna get a lot of value out of him. This all this guy does is produce. I know they got Ninjigba, and uh, they're gonna spread, uh, share the ball a little bit more. But man, I, I think this just I think this is just one of uh, Gino's one of his just uh, one of his guys right there in the side pocket. Man, they had good chemistry just in his first year when Gino took uh, in his one year he's been there as a starter. Uh, he had a thousand yards, eight touchdowns. But Tyler Lock has been doing this, I don't know what since he's. Oh, we lost you. You 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 hit the mute button. Do not touch your mic, man. Keep keep your paws off the mic. He's more one of the more safer. I, I was trying to get my Mandalorian picture in here, man. So I was. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tyler Lock is one of the more safer picks, man, and I think you get good value. Looks like he's a uh, number sixty-two overall. This is just overall. So I mean, you're looking in like the fit, middle of the fifth round right here. Perfect, perfect spot. Um, if he slips any anything past that, he's gonna be a steal uh, for sure. I don't know how you guys. I don't know how you guys uh, feel about Tyler Lockett. Pretty much fifth, sixth round. I think it's really, really good value. I think he. I mean, pretty much higher than that, you can get. You know what? I'm 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 gonna start with a, a rookie in the middle in the middle rounds, man. And I'm gonna go with Quentin Johnston, man, in uh, L.A. for the Chargers. Like I like I said, man. It, for me, I base a lot of this off of QB play and who the QB is. So it's not only what the wide receiver or running backs can do; it's also what this quarterback is doing, man. Like Quentin Johnson has one of the better uh, quarterbacks in Justin Herbert, and when both when both Mike Williams 
and Keenan Allen went down uh, last season, he made those backup wide receivers look like they were top tier talent, man. Had everybody in waivers trying to go pick them, pick them up, wasting, uh, wasting dollars on them, trying, you know, trying to get them on their team because of the value that they brought, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't, it wasn't those wide receivers. It was Justin Herbert making plays, making these uh, wide receivers better. And I said, I've said this time and time again on this podcast, Justin Herbert is a quarterback that makes, he elevates his players. He, he, he's one of those type of quarterbacks, which is why i I see such value in having Justin Herbert as, as one of those top tier in my, my personal opinion. I know that he's not on everybody's list there yet, tier two or what have you, but Quentin Johnston, He's a bigger wide receiver. He's a Mike Williams type of body. And if Mike Williams or Keenan Allen goes down, look for this kid to be elevated to wide receiver two, wide receiver one, just like that. Like I get that big frame. He's going to high point balls. And I see it's like value for him, like around seven, eight at where he went um, in our draft. The only reason why I wasn't able to grab him, I had to grab some, some other, uh, other running backs before I didn't have anything on my team. So yeah, zero running backs at that time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like, but I, I, he has, uh, for me, I think he's one of the better, the better uh, rookie wide receivers right now that you'll get some, some super value. And then, I mean, possibly even as a keeper seven, eight next year, if, especially if he goes off, Mm -hmm. he might be, he might be round, round two talent, round three talent next year. The only knock, I, I mean, I like, I like, I like him a lot. The only knock I have on him is there's so many mouths to feed out there. And I love the quarterback play, too, there. But you're talking about Gerald Everett also at the tight end. You're talking about the other two receivers with Mike Williams and Keenan Keenan Allen. I know those guys are injury prone. So I, I think if those guys get hurt, yeah, he's going to get he's going to he's going to eat for sure. But also Austin Eckler's taking 100 receptions out the backfield for you. You know, so there's just so much there's just so much, you know, so many mouths to feed out there. That's the only knock I have on him. But you're right. If. if one of those receivers go down and he just slips in. I think that's when, uh, more likely he, you know, he's gonna see production. Um, but for me, yeah, I, I like Quentin Johnson coming into this season. Yeah, man. No, I agree with you on that. There is a lot of mouse feeds. I did, I did like that little slide in of Gerald Everett. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody <laughs> oh, yeah. was dying all of a sudden. All of a sudden, you get him around 16. Now you're talking about him. I, I see. I've been reading up on him, man. They're talking about he might be a breakout season this year. So they said it like yeah. a. They said it for real, like uh, I, they're talking about like seven to eight hundred yards for. I mean, compared to last season, he only had like five or something like that. But they're talking about they're uh, they want to they kind of want to focus uh, uh on the tight end a little bit more this season, especially with the he new had, offensive coordinator. He had a solid season last year, and I was I, Cobra knows I was high on him, man. I I, I liked Gerald Everett. I almost kept him. I had him. I picked him what picked him up sixteenth, so he would have been my sixteenth uh, this year. But you know, I, I obviously went I Iuk. Um, but yeah, no, I'm high on Gerald Everett. I really like him. He's he's one of the better tight ends. And if they feed him the ball, he's gonna be a monster. Well, I hope so, man. I really do. <laughs> How do you feel about uh Quentin Johnson uh Ryan? It's a pretty solid pick. Yeah, I think I think he's all right. Um, I'm not super high on him. Um, I mean the I think his biggest like the biggest positive on him is that offense that he's in. Um, I, I would put, I'd be willing to bet money that one of Keenan Allen or Mike Jane or uh, Mike Williams are going to get hurt. <laughs> Easy with that, um, man. Easy. Yeah, it's. I mean, Keenan, dude, Mike Keenan Williams, Allen. We're talking about Keenan Mike Allen, Williams right? doesn't know how to fall, man. And and Keenan Allen, you know, he's one bad step away from another knee injury. <laughs> so it's, you know, I like Quentin Johnson for that reason. Um, 
I guess the my only like the only drawback I'd say, and this is just more of like my preference when it comes to fantasy, but I tend to I tend to lean towards um, the kind of receivers that are like route technicians, those type of guys. And Mike, not saying Mike Williams is a bad route runner, but he's from what I've seen is more of a, a contested catch guy. He has huge size and just crazy athletic ability. So it's definitely going to work. He's going to get some huge bombs uh, down the field. Um, but I just tend to I tend to go for more like route technicians and that kind of stuff, just personally. All right. All right, well, we'll just roll into your next uh, – what, what pick do you have for us over there in the later rounds, uh, Ryan? Yeah, um, I think the first one – so talking about route technicians, let's just start with a route technician. Um, I'm looking at Fantasy Pros ADP from like Yahoo and some other different places, and the first one I want to talk about is uh, Deontay Johnson with the Steelers. So um, ADP for Deontay Johnson on Yahoo is at 88. So that puts them in what round seven ish, eight, you know, round seven, eight, maybe around six. Um, this guy, this he's had two seasons of over 140 targets consecutively. Uh, really bad luck last year with no touchdowns. I, I <laughs> think that Pickett's going to be a lot better this year. I have a, I just have a, for some reason, I have a feeling that that offense is going to be better. Um, and in the one preseason game that Johnson's played in, he looked like the same old Deontay Johnson. Just the guy. When I talk about route technicians, I like guys that just get open. They get open and they get targeted. And Johnson is one of those guys. I, a few <clears throat> a few seasons back, I had Johnson on my roster, and one of the biggest things I watched, reasons why I drafted him, was because I was watching this video on YouTube breaking down the routes that Johnson runs. And this is in his rookie season. This guy is cooking fools left and right, killing them on the comebacks, shaking them able to get open at all three levels um, and he still has it. And it, so I think with that skill set as a route runner, along with the, a year two of Kenny Pickett, I think Johnson's going to see a lot of positive regression when it comes to, to touchdowns. And that, you know, that could be like four or five touchdowns, but considering the targets he had last year, um, you could end up getting a pretty good year out of him and you you're, shit, you're getting him in like round six, seven, eight. Yeah. So that's my first one. Yeah. Um, I like him too, but I like the other guy on the other side of the field. Uh, on the other side of the, yeah, on the other side of the field, playing wide receiver. I'm gonna say George Pickens, man. I think this guy has potential to be like, put up like DK Metcalf numbers, man. This guy's a big guy. I mean, he you throw the ball up, he's gonna go get it. Um, I I agree with you with Kenny Pickett, man. I think the Steelers' offense is just gonna, it's just gonna be very, very. I think competitive. Let's just say that because last season they weren't competitive at all. I mean. They just got down and then they and then teams would just run on them and they would just run the clock out on these guys. But I think they're going to be a lot more competitive. The defense they can hold uh, they can hold other teams. And Kenny Pickett, man, what I've seen so far in preseason, I know it's preseason football, but man, the way he's the way he's putting the zip on that football, the way he's placing the football, I'm that's the stuff I look at. You know, not the stuff that oh he's threw a touchdown. Yeah, but where do you throw that touchdown? Like. He's throwing it over guys. He's throwing it between. He's putting it in a in a spot where only the receivers can catch it. And George Pickens, man, this dude's gonna be a monster, man. I'm telling you, last season as a rookie, I seen I saw flashes of what he can do. Now with a a full uh, OTAs, you know, off season, put a little bit of muscle on, work on a little bit of route running. I mean, I think I'm telling you, man, this guy could be easily. I think he might be one of those receivers that he's gonna be a keeper. If you get him in the seventh and eighth round, man, uh, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna you're gonna love it. 
I, I, that's one of the guys that I, I was trying to – man, George got me by one or two picks. <laughs> he got me by one or two picks. I had him, man. I was just so yeah. close. I'm, like, I'm going to get George Pickens right now. Man. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> that took Friarman that round, too. Yeah, he sniped so me, did. man. He sniped me. But, yeah, look look for George Pickens, man. I'm telling you, yeah, I don't think you're going to disappoint with that with that pick there. I'll chime in yeah. on that. So, I'm, I'm with you. I, I like – I don't – I actually haven't really been high on Pickens, to be honest. But from what I've seen, at least from the couple preseason games, I think they're going to change up his route tree this year, Pickens. And if what I saw a lot of last season, he was running a lot of go routes going to the outside. I think they're going to start pulling him back towards the middle this year. And I don't know if I mentioned this on a pod way, way back. I think I think I might have mentioned it. But Kenny Pickett, his passing chart, right, out of college and in his rookie season – He's one of those quarterbacks that throws a lot over the middle. That's kind of his natural tendency is not to go so much outside the numbers, but to pepper targets through the middle. So who, if we think about it, who does that really benefit? Last season, that was a lot of Deontay Johnson. And it was a lot of Pat Fryermuth. This next season, I still think Johnson and Fryermuth are going to be really good. But if they do like what we saw in preseason and start getting pickings over the middle, um, it could be really good for him too. So, and the two touchdowns I remember from preseason from Kenny Pickett was Pickens in the middle, over the middle for a touchdown in the first preseason game. And then the second game was Fryermuth for 20 yards in the middle for a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, I like what I see out of those guys, man. Uh, Billy, you want to chime in a little bit? I know you're a big guy. Uh, uh, you know, you're big on um, on George Pickens also. Yeah, I just I just like he's wide receiver one. He's very he's a very talented uh, kid. Uh, I liked what he did last season, man. He surprised me because even with this cause last season, you got to think he had a smaller frame. He looked a little skinny, but he was still on that field. He was hitting them. He was he had a really nice route running. He was doing his thing. He was getting the ball a lot. He could high point balls. Uh, he was he's a playmaker. That's what I like. That's what I that's what I liked out of him. Um, and especially with their rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett, I was. I was kind of standoffish last season, especially for the whole Pittsburgh offense. But seeing what they do, seeing how that whole offense work, it clicked. And it it was just nice to see what this kid was made of, man. So getting him what I got him in the eighth, just yeah. seeing what he was able to do and get him in the eighth, man. I was like, all right, cool. I got wide receiver, one talent for that team. You know what I'm saying? In the eighth round, he's going to get the ball a lot. We were in a half point PPR league. It just made sense, especially round seven, eight, man. So. He he's a very talented kid, and I'm excited to see what he does. Yeah, I, I'm for I'm for sure he's like a eight, like a thousand yards, eight touchdowns type of guy to get that kind of volume in the, in the eighth or ninth round. Yeah, you you can't beat that. But uh, yeah, he's going over oh, what eighty two oh eighty yeah number eighty two overall on Fantasy Pro. So yeah, I could be one of the steals, man. I like it. What you got for us, Billy? What's next? My next up, I'm gonna go with tight end, man. Um, I mean, you could probably get this kid in the later, later rounds. But if you're hurting for a tight end and you're looking for something that if you, if you want to take a risk, you can go, I would say, ninth round, possibly the earliest. Look for Mr. Dalton Kincaid out of Buffalo, man. I mean, this kid is a big time tight end, man. He's big. Uh, Dawson Knox is uh, falling off. He, How he big is he? There. He's pretty big, bro. Pretty big, but <laughs> they got uh, they got him uh, overall one twenty four, and 
I, I they got him as a tight a tight end rank fifteen. They got him above Dawson Knox, but I feel like this kid he's gonna have a a solid rookie season, man. I think he's gonna get the ball a lot, you know, tight ends and everything. It's hard it's hard to come by. So if you don't draft one of the top four to five tight ends early and you need a tight end, look for Mr. Dalton Kincaid, man. I think he's gonna have himself a solid season. I Dawson Knox. They they obviously drafted him for a reason because of what happened last season with Mr. Knox. Wasn't there. He had a couple good games here and there, but it's just he he just didn't look the same. I don't know what was going on. Um he fell off like it was a drastic fall off. <laughs> like crazy. I mean, he had a lot of drop passes and things like that. So I mean it just I don't know, timing, whatever have you. But Dalton Kincaid, man, if you're looking for something fresh, something new, look for that kid. Yeah, I, I like I like Dalton Kincaid coming into this season. Uh, a lot of upside there, you know, especially in the in the Buffalo's Buffalo's offense. So, yeah, I mean, tight tight ends are hard to find, man. If you don't get those first five, how many how many tight ends do you think are worth drafting early? Total four, four, literally four, only four. At yeah. least in the first three rounds. See, after okay. that, then it's a crap Kelsey, shoot. Kelsey Andrews, Hawkinson. Kittle. Kittle. I don't know. Waller. You don't think Waller's going to have a... maybe five? <clears throat> you guys want a hot take? I, I like I like Waller as tight end to you. Wow. Like, yeah, I don't th- I don't think I'll give I'll give Trey that one. I don't think it was a bad pick in the fourth round. <laughs> all right. So who did all right? Who's in Jacksonville right now, real quick? I just wanna I just wanna Evan uh, Ingram. Okay, so wasn't he in in New York not too long ago with Danny Dimes. And what were we saying about Mr. Evan Ingram? He was almost a bus. Well, he was a bus. That's what that's what we were saying. Until oh, yeah, he, yeah. He, was, until, he was a bus. Yeah. Until First he hit talent. Jacksonville. Until he hit Jacksonville, and then it, it all changed. Everything was different. But I get what Ryan's I get where Ryan's going with this though. Like there's literally I, I no other too. pass. There's no other passing game. I, I love I I mean, as a Raiders fan, I saw Waller all the time. I mean, I saw Waller, you know, yeah, it's great. I mean, but the thing about it is, man, Danny Dimes with the way he's throw, he he runs a lot, man. He's not throwing the ball that much, and I get it. If he's the only guy throwing the ball to, I mean, literally has to be this guy has to be getting like 15 catches a game. You know what I mean? If you think like anything's gonna happen, know, but man, Danny dude. Danny's only throwing it 20 times a game. He's not gonna get 15 I, catches, man. I mean, I I might be wrong, but I think it could be different this year. The the main, you know, I. So I talked a lot of shit about Danny Jones last season, a lot. And um, but actually, I, I think they're gonna be good this year, man. It's not because of, but not even because of Daniel Jones. It's because of Dable, their coach. That guy, that's the that's the offensive coordinator that had Josh Allen. Remember when Josh Allen came to the league? His he was trash, dude. <laughs> like he was a lot like Danny, like Daniel Jones. Like he all he could do is rush, get rushing touchdowns. Had a cannon of an arm, but was inaccurate. A lot of interceptions, and I'm starting to. I just feel like we're kind of starting to see Daniel Jones like morph that same way. Not saying he's going to be good as good as Allen, but it's there. He looked better last season, and then I think another year in that system, they're probably going to be better. And then just the stuff that I'm reading out of training camp, it's like all Waller, dude. Like we're talking 25 to 30 percent target share for Waller if he stays healthy. And that's a big question. But man, that, that preseason game they had this last week, it looked good, dude. Like, I, I could see it. I love Waller, man. But when we got a third round, when we got a third round pick for him, I was happy with that, man. 
And that's that. Does, how much does that tell you? You know, Waller being the you know the Pro Bowl tight end he was, and I was happy about getting a third round pick for him. So, and yeah, no. The, the, the big question is, can he stay healthy? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yes. So he, he goes down, and then what? What did the Giants got? Slayton, Slayton. Hodges. Slayton. <laughs> so so you're banking on him to stay healthy. You need him to stay healthy. So I don't know. Yeah. All right, Ryan. We'll see. We'll, only time will tell, Ryan. We'll figure that out later on in uh, halfway through the, through the season. But uh, who do we leave off on? Mr. We Kincaid. S- oh, yeah. Kincaid was the last one. Ryan, you got another one for us? Yeah, another, like, super obvious one. Uh, Jahan Dotson, man. Jahan oh, Dotson. yeah. I can't, how do you forget that's about him? That's a smash. I think a lot of people are sleeping on him. So, Because yeah. I know I was until – actually, I heard a couple reviews on him, but – yeah, let it talk about him, man, because I think a lot of people see Washington and they're like, eh, Sam Howell, push away. So what is the reason? It, I mean, if you look at what he did last season with, you know, Heineke and whoever else they had there, um, the guy is just one of those – I think what I said last week, he reminds me of Antonio Brown. Like, smaller guy, hell of a route runner, and just knows how to win on contested catches, even at a smaller size. The guy's a beast, man. And just seeing him in preseason again with Howell, you know, if, if Howell is even – I hate making this argument, but if he's even like halfway decent, McLaurin and Dotson are going to have a huge season. Uh, and, and, and they, they got Eric Bieniemy, So Yeah, with Eric Bieniemy over there. Well, you know, I, and it's, I hope that Bieniemy uses this season to really get out of Andy Reid's shadow. And I know that's like the biggest talking point of the whole um, Washington – uh, situation right now is is was it all Andy Reid or did the enemy really have that much input to make the Chiefs offense really what it is so if he can translate everything that happened in Kansas City over to Washington then Washington he, they're gonna have a really good season so but to Jahan Dotson you know how I'm always talking about like quarterbacks making their their players better Jahan Dotson's that receiver that's that talented to make his quarterbacks better. Like he's that athletic. He was making some crazy plays last season. Yeah, he didn't put up some crazy numbers, but what he was doing on that field, he was getting open for sure and making a lot of those cornerbacks look look crazy. Putting them on, putting on skis, on the roller skates, whatever have you, man. But that kid was balling out. He was doing his thing, so I, I think he's gonna have an, a, a really nice season. There's a, a tons of value in getting that kid in the middle rounds. Yeah, he's got really good hands, man. Uh, I seen how he just catches. You know, those those receivers are always catching with with their chest, and this guy has his hands out. And I almost every time I see him, nothing touches his nothing touches his pads. He's always out here, so he's got a great set of hands. Um, I know. I I every time I see Dotson on there, I'm like. Ah. It's just that Washington name that just kind of throws me off on it, man. And I know that, you know, that does it for a lot of players. When you see, like, uh, when you see, like, Houston receivers, you know what I mean? You're like, Ugh. you know what I mean? Like, that, that's like always going to Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> stuff like that is what throws me out of the loop. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great, he's a great, uh, he's a great talent, man. And just, yeah, that question mark at quarterback. Um I got another one right here, number 66 overall. I got Rashad White, man. I drafted him in my league. Um, I like him going in the middle round. I think I got him in round seven or six. 
I got him in, which is I think it was pretty good talent because me, us running the double flex, he's be one of my starters. And what I like about it is Baker Mayfield is probably one of the uh, one of the quarterbacks that throws to the running backs a lot. Either one, he's in trouble a lot, or he just can't see over the offense line. He'll just throw it right to the running back. So that's great for Rashad White owners. I think he's going to get a lot of I think he's going to get a lot of uh, catches out the backfield this season. Um, <clears throat> now it's going to be his first year as a starter, uh, or taking a load uh, in the backfield. So I think you're going to get a lot of value out of him. I think they're, they're going to use him as that workhorse, and I think. I think he could be one of those potential sleepers also for next year in those uh, in those keeper leagues. So hopefully he does a great job, and I can probably use him as one of those top running backs to keep him the following year in, in round seven. How do you guys like Rashad White? I like him. Yeah. I th- um, questions about the offensive line, but I think at that, you know, round six, round seven, it's probably one of the last guys that's for sure going to get a major workload. So it's a good pick. Yeah, no, I, I got the same sentiments as as Ryan. Uh, I think that, I mean, he's going to get in the end zone. As long as they can get down the field, as long as Baker can take them where they need to go, I feel like, you know, and he makes big plays too. It's not like he just he's just a goal line like type of runner. He actually gets like he can break off 20, 25 yards real quick and get get, get this offense down the field. It's a solid pickup around there. Yeah, I think so. Just keep an eye on Rashad White. I mean, um, there's a lot of guys on here. I'm actually looking at this list right now, and I'm kind of looking at like, I know, uh, I know, I picked up Godwin before him, and I was kind of mad because I didn't pick up Christian Kurt. And now that I look at Christian Kurt and all the weapons they have out there, I'm kind of happier I took Godwin just because there's not as many receivers in in Tampa Bay. You probably get more looks. Uh, Godwin probably get more looks. So actually, yeah, dude, there's so many, there's so many uh, middle round, so yeah, much no, middle I, round talent out there, man. At least between, at least between Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I think Godwin is, is the one that gets a lot more targets. Uh, Mike Evans is like that, that big man that goes downfield and tries to high point it. Just you know, what I'm saying, get those big plays out of him. But I don't know. The thing, the thing that scares me the most is Baker. Like, yeah, like he got an arm, but it's like he's it's Baker. He's He's become a journeyman now. I mean, he did what he did last season in L.A. At, towards the end and, you know, showing out just to try to get on the team. And But he's got he's he's got some big shoes to fill. Tom Brady's gone. I mean, I mean, can he really, like, live up to that? And can he make these two receivers continue to look good as, as possible? I mean, they dropped from three and four last season to all the way down to seven and eight this season. So that yeah. just tells you right there how much belief people got in Baker. Yeah, well, another thing, good thing about Godwin, too, is I, I remember he came off an injury, and the guy still had over 100 receptions last season. So now he's coming into this uh, season uh, hopefully 100% healthy. I'm pretty sure he's going to come in healthy. Uh, and just the route running for him should be that much more crisp. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. If not, um, and Fantasy Family's open for trade. So, you know, I know uh, <laughs> I know there's a couple of guys looking for, uh, looking for a receiver out there. Uh, maybe the Cobra wants to, you know, throw a trade here later on tonight before the show's over. Maybe we can get a deal done. All right, uh, moving on. Anybody? Uh, what you got next for us, Billy? Mm, trying to think here, man. Um, I want. I really want to say Drake London. If uh, if if Riddler can continue to do what he's doing in this preseason and translate that into the regular season then 
I want to say that Drake London would be like a great pickup around like six or seven, depending on how you're drafting and everything. If he falls to you that late, uh, he could potentially be. He has upside. I'll say that it's he's a talented wide receiver, very talented. I had him on my team. I just didn't keep him uh, just based off, again, the QB situation. But it, from what I've been seeing in, the, in this preseason, that uh, Riddler, uh, Ridley Riddler, whatever the hell his name is, he's ha- he's. He's that quarterback actually, from Atlanta. Exactly. He's actually <laughs> he's actually he's actually playing decent. You know what I'm saying? So um Drake London could possibly have himself a really good year. Obviously, he's the number one wide receiver out there. So I mean, getting him six, seven man, I mean, it wouldn't be a, a bad pickup, but it, I mean, if he continues to drop, even an eight uh round eight pick, nine, if he's there, I would grab him. He's he's talented. He's a very talented wide receiver. Well, yeah, he's he's young, man. Um, only thing is, yeah, the offense. You know they're gonna, yeah. you know they're gonna run the hell out of that ball. That's the thing. You know they're gonna run the hell out of that ball. You know Bijan Muster is gonna take a lot of that. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, Al, I got Algier. I don't know, man. I, I, that's a that's a that's a that's a tricky one for me, man. That's the like I said. That's the kind of one I was talking about, like. Like you look at it, you say a team like Houston and the Nico Collins, but the, this receiver obviously has way more talent. It's just, yeah, that quarterback situation. That's why, just, I, that's why I did say, I said that the, the only yeah. thing that scares me is the QB situation. I just feel yeah. like feel like Drake London is, is talented enough to at least put up some double-digit points. I mean, even if you needed to put him as, as a flex. That was and, gonna, that's and, exactly and, where I was going to go. You know what I'm saying? Flex him out and then play it week to week. Uh, depending on, you know what I'm saying, matchups and things like that, That that's – that's where he'll come in handy, but he'll definitely be able to, you know, get you over the hump a, a couple of weeks. Yeah, I could see that. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be too bad. Purple Cobra. Yeah, I'm gonna go way, way, way back. So deep rounds. Um. So Miami backfield. So let's put the asterisk. We don't know if Jonathan Taylor is gonna get traded to Miami, uh, but I'm gonna assume for right now that he does not get traded. And if that stays, if that remains the case, all the way back here in the rankings with Fantasy Pros and looking at Yahoo ADP, which I think is the closest that you can get to like ESPN right now, um, at 187 average draft position, Jeff Wilson. That's <laughs> yeah, a, that's crazy. That's, that's a great the face. Like, I, I, I know it's going to be split between Wilson and Mostert. They got the rookie, Devon A-Chain. Um, A-Chain looked all right in preseason. But right now he's still showing fifth on the depth chart. He recent a chain is got the shoulder injury, so he sprained a shoulder ligament. Um, I just, dude, I don't unless they get Jonathan Taylor, I don't see how this backfield doesn't end up being Jeff Wilson or Raheem Mostert. And out of the two, I would probably want Jeff Wilson the most since he's out of all the running backs. He's not the fastest, but he's the most like physically imposing back, and is probably the best back that they have. That's best back on the goal line. Uh, and with the way that offense moves, man, they're going to get in the red zone a lot. Um, I think, I mean, I picked up Jeff Wilson, the fantasy family league in like round 14. <laughs> and yeah. like on, I know, I know we don't pay attention to ESPN projections a lot, but he's projected for nine points. And what I'm, what I'm betting on is that I bet by the time we get to week one, it's going to come out that, you know, if they didn't trade for Taylor, it's going to come out that Jeff Wilson's the starter, and then that projection's going to be like 11 or 12 points. He, he's going to end up being the starter. 
So I just think when that late, like, why not take the shot? Yeah, no, I agree. I hate Jeff Wilson. No, I agree. I, I mean, we, we talked when, when the whole trade situation happened, when Jeff went to, to Miami, I, I, I heard you guys talking about how, you know, he's not that good. He's not going to be able to fit into this thing. And I already knew what was going to happen. I said, it. I said, Jeff Wilson, give him a couple weeks and he's going to be the starter. What'd he do? Yeah. Went to Miami, started putting up points. And then obviously he got injured, but he, he was still doing great. I was pretty much the same offense as a 49ers so he was a fit right in it was it was a nice fit he's a lot i feel he's the better running back between him and mostert um and that's not a that's not not to say mostert's a bad running back it's just that those those knee injuries are killing him and jeff is just he's four years younger too and he's bigger and so. Jeff is Jeff is a nasty running back. So if you can get him in those deep late rounds like Cobra, snatch him up because he's going to put up those points. He can easily get you a a, tw- a couple twenty point games. Like he's yeah. that good. I, I just think like especially in our leagues with double flex, like at that late in the draft, if you can find like if you can just find a starter, <laughs> just exactly. any, you know a starter, like it could end up paying off down the road. But, uh, is he yeah. is he on your bench right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, see. Yeah, he's he's fucking way down there. Excuse my language. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he is pretty. He is pretty low. You talk. What what number was he? One thirty eight. One seventy eight. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is pretty. That is pretty solid for something uh, that low. Um, you're talking about almost not even getting drafted at that point, too. So. <laughs> Um, to see, especially if you see those guys on the waivers, yeah, go pick them up if you've already drafted for sure. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Ryan. Um, I'm not a big fan of them though, but if you're looking at if you're looking at it that way as a starter, you got you got Raheem and, and Jeff right there. They're gonna split that 50 50, man. That was the same thing last year. The knock on those two guys, they both get hurt. Hey, so one of them gets hurt, and then it's uh, Raheem gets hurt, and then Jeff Wilson takes the load. What twenty some twenty plus carries and there you go. That's the week you want to start them. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's that's a, that's a win win right there. Um, it's really not that hard to lock up the entire backfield if you want. Yeah, it's it's not. You could go back to back at picks what fourteen and fifteen and have Seriously. have the two starters right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I got number one hundred overall in uh, fantasy pros. I'm gonna talk about Elijah Moore, man. I think I think that's solid value right there. I I think he has potential to be actually a number two wide uh, number two uh, wide receiver on your fantasy team. Um, I think uh, the Browns. I think the Browns' offense is it, man. They're going to move, man. Uh, second year for uh, Deshaun Watson coming back around. He's you know he's he's gonna he's gonna sling it this year, man. And uh, the chemistry. I think the chemistry is going to be there. Amari Cooper is going to look good. I just think that everything in that offense uh, is going to look good for for uh, Cleveland. And I think Elijah Moore is going to be the one that benefits the most out of this offense. And to, to get him at pick 100, I think you're going to get. I think that's one of the one of the uh, the steals you can get from the draft. Um, I think he's I playing on the opposite 10. side. You got him around 10. Yeah. Uh, you picked him up. I was looking. Yeah. I couldn't find who picked him up. I didn't even look that hard. But yeah, I I, I really like Elijah Moore. Uh, I really like him. So you see him down there around 100. That's 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 the guy to grab for me. All right, I'm a, I got I got a later pick. I would say probably, possibly round ten, the earliest. Um, and I mean, obviously, if you can get him like 
14th, I would go after this quarterback. His, his, um, his career is being rejuvenated. Got a whole new team. Got a crazy arm. Mr. Derek Carr, man. This, there's, a lot, there's a lot of value in Mr. Derek Carr. It's not, I feel like he's getting overlooked because of the whole Raiders situation. But you got to think, man, he's going to New Orleans, starting, starting new. He's not. He doesn't have a bad arm. This guy can throw it 60 yards pretty much. And now he got Michael Thomas back who wants to play football, not injured. He's not recovering. He's literally on the field. He's excited. He got himself a, a good QB now. I mean, what did he have? Taysom Hill. So I would be injured too, man. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you, got, you got Alvin Kamara only suspended three games. Um, you got uh, Jamal Williams in the backfield. I mean, you still got Taysom Hill out there at tight end. I think that, you know, um, he has himself a lot of key pieces over there in that offense that it's not like a rebuild mode where he's not going to be able to do anything. But I feel like he's going to, as a as a backup QB, getting him pick 10. I got, what, 14 is where I got him at. Yeah. Um, as a backup quarterback, he will bring value to your team, especially when your starter, whoever you got, um, for me, it's Lamar Jackson. So that, 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 uh, bye week, obviously that's a no brainer. Put Derek Carr in. If, if Lamar Jackson, uh, knock on wood, hope, hope, hope he doesn't get injured. But if God forbid it, that does happen. I feel comfortable enough to plug in Mr. Derek Carr and have him lead my team and get me at least 15 to 18 points per week. I like him a lot in the TIYF league. Six point passing touchdown. If I yeah, if I didn't keep Patrick Mahomes, I would be eyeing a guy like Derek Carr in the later rounds. I I just feel like I don't know I don't know if you guys think this, but Derek Carr and his skill set, I feel like it's the perfect fit with with the Saints and just the way they run their their offense. And and he's got like two two receivers and a tight end that are excellent in mid range and in the slants. And then he's got a really good running back to dump off to with Kamara. Um, I don't know. It just feels like it's going to be a lot of short targets, but he'll probably end up scoring a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, he's an awesome game manager, man. I mean, he's not that deep ball threat. I mean, I don't, that's, I don't know why the Raiders – we all knew he didn't have an arm to go deep, man, but I don't know why they kept pushing the fact. Always bring uh, – we bring in all the, the fastest guys in the world. Yeah, go ahead and run a streak. Man, Derek can only throw the ball 60 yards, man. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, we they're running 80 yards and they're waiting for the ball to get there. Yeah, so I agree, man. I, uh, you just got to put the pieces around them that fits the quarterback. And you said yeah. you nailed it, man. I mean, you got the slant king over there. You know, I mean, we seen what he can do when uh, Breeze was out there, right? He was, a, I think he was the number one draft pick over uh, in fantasy overall a couple years ago. I want to say a couple, maybe what, four years ago, five years ago. It's been a while. Yeah. It feels like like a maybe – I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I don't know. Like it feels like it almost could be like a Drew Brees 2.0 type situation. Just putting – you know, not ask him so much to be like the savior. I know Drew Brees was, is a Hall of Famer, but the talent around him though, I mean, is elite. Just get the ball to your, to your talent your, – to your talented players and uh, let them do their work. 100%, man. I like that. Yeah. I like uh, Jared Carr there, man. That's a, that's a good pick way late in the rounds. Especially for a backup, man. You had potential to be, you know, maybe top, maybe a top 12, maybe number 12 quarterback. You never know. Yeah, that would be a great keeper, too, for next season. 
Yeah, if he pans out, you know. You know yeah, what if saying? he pans out, man. Um, I know I got like maybe one or two more. How you got anything else, Ryan? Yeah, well, okay. there's there's a bunch in here. Um, I'm gonna go this. That I, I actually I got two more. Okay, I'm gonna go with another running back. Um, going way late. Yahoo ADP of 132, so that puts them around 13, 14 ish, maybe 12 through 14. Um, Kenny Gainwell, man. Kenny Gainwell with Philadelphia is a guy that is gets gets overlooked a lot, and for good reason. He wasn't really that great in fantasy last season. Um, but if you watch the playoffs, watch Super Bowl, um, it was the Kenny Gainwell show. Started taking snaps away from Miles Sanders. Um, this is third year in the offense, second year, or I think it's second year with Sirianni. Um, I don't know. I mean, the way the price that it costs to get DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny, I feel like the right play in this backfield, knowing that it's going to be a committee, the the prudent move is to take the guy that's the cheapest. And Kenny Gainwell. And a lot of the reports coming out of camp are saying that Gainwell is getting the most reps with first team. Um, and if that pans out, like week one, we find out that he's like the 1A and Swift is the 1B or something like that. Um, even in a crowded backfield like that with Jalen Hurts, who's a Russian quarterback, I still think it's going to have some value, especially and if you're getting him in around like 12, 13, 14. Yeah, I like I like Kenny Gainwell. I think we've all I think we've all been high on that guy uh, since the Super Bowl or the play. Actually, before that, this, before that, the, yeah, the the playoffs when the playoffs started, you just see when the playoffs started, he just kind of took over that yeah. whole backfield. Yeah, he, he outproduced your boy, bro. Made him leave. <laughs> Sam, oh, yeah. <laughs> we even we even betted on him in the Super Bowl, man, and he, and yeah, he came was, through. Yeah, he came through. It was quick too, yeah. man. He he hit he hit everything. I think. We had him on receptions and rushing yards or something like yeah. that. It yeah. was real quick and all that. Like, we wrote him off, man. That guy's that guy was was clutch for us. Um, yeah, Kenny Gainwell, solid pick. I got one for at one seventy nine fantasy pros, man. I'm I'm gonna go Homer on this one, man. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go third and Ranfro, man. Um, I know there's a lot of receivers out there uh, for the Raiders, but you know if Jimmy G's throwing the ball and you got a guy that's just you know before he got hurt last season. Uh, he had that everybody. I don't know if everybody forgot about that year. He had Daniel 100 yard, uh, 100 receptions, and he had about a thousand yards, like six, seven touchdowns. The guy could, the guy could, he's an awesome route runner, man. I mean, I you hear all these other corners talk about one of the hardest guys to, to cover is Hunter, Hunter Renfro because he's so small, he's always moving around, he's ju- he's just juking everything. Uh, I, I mean, especially at pick 176, <laughs> and he's out there with the, one of the last picks. Why not take a chance on him, man? Um, like I said, with the offense they got going there, um, Jimmy's not going to be – Jimmy's not going to always be trying to throw the ball downfield. So I think uh, Renfro will be there as long as the offensive line can hold up a little bit and get him some time to wiggle th- wiggle through. I think, man, Renfro might be one of those picks that can easily get you a, a flex and maybe into that wide receiver three, wide receiver two spot. You, Billy? I, you like Mr. Renfro? I like Mr. Renfro, man. I, I think I like Myers. I like I like Myers just a little bit better. A little bit a little more, young, a little younger. But at one seventy, I'm talking about fancy at one. If you taking one at one seventy six, so you're talking about if you have seventeen round, you're probably talking about the last. I think he got picked in the last round of our draft in round sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I think Jose took him. Yeah, yeah. Jose <laughs> took him with the last in the last round. He's one no, of those right guys, man. I, I like Renfro just from 
the type of player he is. Like it's always those guys late in the draft or never get drafted that are just the slot receivers. Like uh, like Cole Beasley was always a guy that I liked that like, would never get drafted, but would end up being solid like in your yeah. in your flex spot or something. You start him the right week too, man. Gives you like yeah. twenty five points. Yeah, you know, I'm like, yo, this is the last pick of the draft. What's he doing down here? Yeah, so that's one. That's one of the guys, man. Um, and because he's a Raider, so <clears throat> that's why. That's why I was high on him. You got Billy. <laughs> The next one I got, man, is the tight end. I know we talked, we, we touched on him a little bit earlier. Pause, uh, Mr. Gerald Everett. I know that he w- uh, he went in round sixteen for the past two years in our league, um, but Gerald Everett, man, I, I he's a solid tight end. I really like how he plays that position, man. He gets open, um, he can break tackles, get yards after catch. He's a big target in the end zone, um, especially for you know Herbert. I know that they got him at uh, 187 and tight end 21 on this list, but uh, looking over it, he has the fourth easiest schedule for tight ends this season. So, I mean, it's a solid pickup. I mean, if you need a, a backup tight end in the later rounds, I would even pick Mr. Gerald Everett up like around 12, 13. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think for me, he's like, he's solid. And it's not, it's a win-win situation for him because if, he balls out like I think he's gonna do. You know what I'm saying? That's he's gonna he's gonna get in that conversation of uh top tight ends in this league. I I, I really really like this. <laughs> like him as a tight end. I I really like what he does, especially for the Chargers. Yeah, a lot of mouths to feed. I know we talked about it, but I think he's gonna get his man. He, he got it last year, man. He was yeah. man. That's why. I, I was able to plug him in, man, like in certain weeks, and he was winning me weeks. Hope he does this year too. Yeah, I like that. I like that pick. There's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of tight ends this year. Like if you don't get one of the top guys, like you might as well just punt the position and get one of those guys like Everett or Jawan Johnson or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. All right. I got I got one more. Um this one's not, probably not going to be as popular in our, our in our friend circle, but that's okay. I'm going to throw it out there. I believe um, quarterback for Indianapolis, Anthony Richardson, rookie. So <clears throat> I know you guys don't see it, but I just – the guy's already been named a starter. I think there's going to be a lot of – yeah, I see the thumbs down, Paul. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of rushing attempts, and I think it just depends on the kind of league that you're in. So, like – like in TOIF and six point passing touchdown, I, I wouldn't touch him. So like I'll tell you guys, like in the draft coming up this Saturday, I probably won't draft him. But um, in the other league, fantasy family, where it's it's standard uh, four point passing touchdown, I like Richardson a lot. I, I think there's a case to be made that he's probably going to be top five in rushing, or there's a chance that he could be top five in rushing. Um, if we look at Justin Field from last season, the guy didn't throw for shit, like a couple thousand yards, but rushed thousand yards now i'm not saying anthony richardson's gonna get a thousand yards rushing but it wouldn't shock me if he had like six seven eight touchdowns um and just that alone man can get you would be enough points to at least be a decent quarterback and maybe like a back-end qb1 okay but it's risky <laughs> for sure hey, you, can, you can draft him to tiy man by all means it's fine i don't got a problem with that that's uh, all right i i need the I need the bench space i got my home man 
Good. Must be nice, man. Looks like all the quarterbacks are gone in that league already. Everybody keep quarterbacks. <laughs> Jeez. All right. I got one more, too, man. I still want to keep it on quarterbacks. Uh, we, I touched on him a little earlier. Um, I bet you did. <clears throat> Mr. Kenny Pickett. Mr. Kenny Pickett, man, I'm, I've, I'll say, I said it once, I say it again, man, I'm, I'm high on this guy, man. I, I really think he's gonna outperform, um, what everybody thinks he is, his projections, all that. Uh, Kenny Pickett, I got him uh, on Fantasy yeah. Pros at 159 overall, and, and yeah, in Fantasy Pros, man, he's got Johnson, he's got Pickens, he's got, he's got Najee, uh, he's got uh, Firemuth, he's got. He's got the weapons, man, to be great. I think he's he's gonna be. A, he, there's there's no there's no nothing to say that he doesn't have the weapons on the offensive end to be successful. Um, the big story is is the offensive line. He didn't have the offensive line last season, to, and, and he didn't have enough time to be able to uh, plant his feet and get the ball out. I think it's I think it's a much improved offensive line. I know they went into the draft this season too. They picked up a couple of free agents. I think the the line will be that much more better. Also, that that's also going to help Najee Harris owners, and I'm always big about the play action, man. The play action is where it's it's going to feed all those linebackers in, and then boom, he's going to pop out, and he's going to have big plays. He's going to have big plays with the with the tight ends and wide receivers. I have high expectations for Kenny Pickett, man. Um, I could see him. I could see him as a top twelve quarterback. Also, maybe number twelve overall. That's when I say top twelve. I'm always talking about when these guys are solo. They're going to make the top twelve. I'm talking about the number twelve spot. So uh, to be a t- uh, number uh, uh, to be the number like twelve fancy quarterback and you get him in round sixteen or fifteen that's that's big money for me Ryan. Yeah, I I like Kenny Pickett too. Um, what I kind of wonder is like if he if they'll ever use him like they used Ben Roethlisberger, and just because <clears throat> it, it it seems weird, but to think about, but just like a few seasons ago. Like the Steelers were like the number one passing offense in the whole NFL, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if Pickett can be if he can be as good as we think he can be. Maybe there's a chance, man, that they throw it sick. I don't know. They throw it close to 600 times. If that happens, then I think all three of those guys, like Pickens, Johnson, Fryermuth, they're all gonna have good years. I don't think Pickens is as big as uh, Big Ben, though. Uh, he's not gonna. I mean. To take hits like Big Ben took. I mean, Big Ben. I mean, he took some hits and he still stood in there. He didn't go down. Yeah, I know. He would just stay up there. That was the big guy. Pickens is a little bit. He's a little bit slimmer, and I mean, one bad shot and might be lights out. So, yeah, I don't know if you want to keep throwing the ball and let him take shots like that. But I think the talent, the talent's there around him. I think the talent's there on on the front line. He's got plenty of he's got plenty of meat on the front, and um, I think I think he's gonna be successful, man. Yeah, no, I, I got one more. It's okay. another rookie, another rookie wide receiver, Jordan Addison. Compliment to, uh, you know, uh, Jefferson. He got the quarterback. He They got the run game. Um, again, they got the tight end. Between between Jefferson, Hawkinson, and, and Addison, man, I think that that offense is going to just ball out of control, man. So, uh, again, I think... A lot of these rookies are going going middle of the pack, seven, eight. Um, you know what I'm saying? Around there. So Jordan Addison would be a great pickup. A, another another rookie to uh to pay attention to to watch. You can get him around seven, eight, man. I would grab him. I, I, again, I mean, even if he falls to nine, I mean that's what that's you're gonna have a possible keeper pick 
for next season. So, I mean, just be on the lookout for Mr. Jordan Addison, man. I like Addison a lot too, man. I think he's, his route running is probably – I think it's right below uh, – I think Zay, Zay Flowers is probably a little bit better. But I think Addison's right there, right next to him, man. Um, I like it a lot just because he got Hawkinson. He got Hawkinson and, and JJ out there. So all the heat's away from you. So basically you focus like – you can, all you got to do is focus on that one guy coming in as a rookie with all that talent. You shake that guy one good time, man, sky's the limit. Sky's limit with this guy, man. I, I like his I like his eyes just because of the offense he's in. You got Captain Kirk throwing him the football. I mean, I like it. I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. I tried to snag him. I tried to snag him too. He's one of my he was one of my guys I was trying to target in the draft, but I just he just didn't fall my way, man. We got a hater in the chat tonight, Mr. Charlie Alvarado. Oh yeah. What's I, up, I can't Charlie? I can't I can't post what he just what he said, he just put a, a a whack team. I but I'll just keep it as that. I can't put can't put it up. But yeah, I wonder. I wonder if my boy is uh, in uh, mid season form, man. How about Raiders? I, I think he's in like that battle mode right now. He, he the draft's <laughs> coming up Saturday. Oh, he's in battle he's mode. Huh? Yeah, man. He he wants he wants that number one spot. He's been excited for you to join this league. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good, man. It's all good. Because I, I told him I was like we we about to get some real some real talent. You know what I'm saying? We got some real talent coming in, man. man like, we, we got, yeah, man. We got a lot of experience here, man. Just uh, man, I've been, dude. I've been playing. I remember I was just waiting in leagues for my dad in fantasy when I wasn't even old enough, man. They used to. I used to have to write it down. I used to have to write it down on paper all the scores and stuff, man. Like it, it was it was whack, <laughs> but. uh but yeah, but my dad will never tell you the truth. He said he won it, but he would always say, hey, my fancy's coming up. And I was, you know, I was, what was I like, 14, 15 years old, you know? Oh, yeah, just take Randy Moss. <laughs> you know, take Randy <laughs> Moss. That's who you want. Take Peyton Manning. Those are the two you want. Won him a couple championships. He'll never tell you the guy. He'll never tell you guys that, that that's what happened, man. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so uh, I do got a question for you guys. What are your season standouts like for let's what are your predictions for the season and who what and like for quarterback, running back, wide receivers, like what like who do you think will be the standouts this season? There's always somebody that comes out of nowhere and just it takes over the league. We obviously we had Jefferson, we got Jamar, uh we got Chase, we got you know what I'm saying, we got people like that. But who besides those, who do you who's your guys' standouts for this upcoming season that you guys are excited to either like draft? You know what I'm saying? Try to trade for, you know what I'm saying, and, and things like that. I I really think Jalen Hurts is gonna be the quarterback one this year, not just because I got him, but I just think he's gonna be the quarterback one in fantasy. Um, I think um, I think this guy's hungry, man. I see all these videos on him. He's he 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 keeps showing himself, but you know, leaving that field after the Super Bowl, you know, just as a loser. I mean, I think he just has that extra motivation to just. He wants to do more, you know what I mean. So I think uh, I I think Jalen Hurts is gonna be the number one quarterback over over Mahomes because Mahomes. I mean, we all know how great Mahomes is, man. Uh, running back Nick Chubb, man, Nick Chubb. I think he's gonna be the number one running back. Uh, I think he's going at running back number five or something like that right now. But I think he's gonna be the number one overall in fantasy. Uh, I really like Nick Chubb. I'm kind of like torn. At, I I think your boy Cooper Cup comes back to number one overall. 
as as wide receiver one in fantasy. So I mean, those three guys, I, I like I like those three guys uh, returning. If you have in your first round, I would those are those are guys to target for sure. Except for Hurts, you probably get him in the second or third if he's not a keeper. He's most likely a keeper in everybody's league, man. What's up, what's up, Cover? What you got? Yeah, just looking through the list. So I'll go one one of each position, I guess. Start with tight end. Um, I'm a believer in Darren Waller this year. I'm a believer in the in the Giants pretty much as a whole um, with Dayball. So I think Waller finishes as at least the tight end three this season. Now, uh, you know, in quotes, you know, if he's healthy. Um, but if he if he plays most of the games, I think he's going to be easily a top five tight end. If not, like could be top three or even number two. Um, wide receiver guys, I like. I don't. I for whatever reason, I don't know why. I'll never be able to draft this guy, but I just have this <laughs> feeling that Debo Samuel is going to be really good this year. I don't. Just after coming off a bad season last year. There's a lot of like a lot of fantasy pundits and analysts are saying they're like, well, you know, what was really the outlier season? His monster year from a couple seasons ago, or last season where he had a bad year? Um, I just think that I, I get there's a lot of mounts to feed, but he's just a very unique. He's in a very unique position where he gets rushing attempts, he gets enough passing work to at least be viable. Um, and if you guys remember, I kind of talked about this a long time ago. One of the things I like to do early on in drafts is just straight up draft a star. Like, who are the actual stars in the NFL? I think Debo is a, is a star. star. He is a, like he's one of the star players in the NFL that has the name recognition and, and just it's I don't know. I think in the third fourth round it's a good pick. Me personally, I would take the bet, but I'll never get him because there's always a 49er friend in front of me that'll draft me first. <laughs> <laughs> so so I don't have to true. worry about that. Um. Hey, real quick before you get to your next one, Ryan, I think Ayuk I- has a better season than Debo. I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. Either uh, one of those guys are going to be good, man. Yeah, but if you draft Debo too high, that's what I'm saying. If if Ayuk's getting more, if Ayuk's going to be better, you're going to get better at, with rounds. So what was Ayuk going? Seven, eight? I think he was going a little higher. I just had him at seven. It's about six. He's going six? Oh, okay. Yeah, six, seven-ish. But I so look the whole Debo situation last season. He was fat. He missed training camp. He didn't go to OTAs. He missed the t- training camp. Had he was having those issues. So and we already said we always say like when you're missing all that and then you try to come into a real game. You're trying to get your legs. It's like you can't do that during the season. So obviously his season was a little bad last year. He was really big. He came in like overweight. But this season, uh, obviously seeing him last week play. He's slimmed down, but he's still crazy big, running through players. I mean, he's he's that he's that running back, body built like I'm gonna lower my shoulder and drop you to the ground, and I'm gonna get my yards after uh, after the catch. And I feel like uh, uh, to to Ryan's sentiments, I feel like he's gonna have himself one a monster year. I mean, yes, they there is a lot of mouse feeds. Yes, you got you do got Brandon Ayuk. Yes, there is Jawan Johnson in the in that wide receiver three position out there, CMC. But at the end of the day, when you're gonna go give it to a playmaker to make something happen, it's gonna be Debo's number who's getting called, and that's that's being and that's just being a 49er fan and recognizing Kyle Shanahan. He's gonna give it to his star playmakers and the the two star playmakers on the 49ers. Debo and 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 George. 
and CMC. Man, but I'm okay. talking about in the, I'm talking about in the passing game. Like you got you got George and you got Debo. Yes, CMC is going to get the ball, but at at the end of it, like it's one of those two guys. I but reporting to camp because he's fat. That's not an excuse, man. My wife, no, my, hey, my wife calls me fat every day. But you know what? I produce every day and every night, and I get the job done. All right, so there's no <laughs> excuse, man. It's his job, all right? I do what I got to do, all right. Because you're fat, I don't want to hear it, man. There's no excuse. No excuse, man. It's your job. That is your job, my boy. I have no excuse for it because he's fat or he didn't show up to camp late. Yada, yada, yada. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> that just sounds like a Raider hater. That just sounds like a Raider fan hating on the 49ers. <laughs> Debo Samuel in the third round. If you want Debo Samuel and you want to lose your fantasy league, take Debo Samuel in the third round. Do it. Next question, please. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Ryan. Oh, man. I kind of lost my spot. Um, <laughs> uh, see, I got to find a quarterback. Man. Um, I think I'm going to go. So, like, just oh, boy, guy, outside, guy with an outside shot that could be top five or top four QB. Let's say Justin Herbert. You mother man, I knew one of you guys. I knew one of you guys yeah. were gonna say, man. Well, or or Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow a lot too. Um, but he's but, already he's already up there. He's already yeah. He's he's already in tier one. Twice I guess. Herbert, twice I, guess I guess I I mean I put Hurts there, but I said number one overall. Yeah, I, I, just Justin Herbert. The offense they're gonna throw a lot. They threw. They were the. They threw the most last season. They'll probably throw a lot again. He has a lot of weapons. Um, you know, it's got at least four guys that can catch a pass. You know, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Eckler, and uh, Johnston. So yeah, forget Everett. Good chance and Everett. Yeah. So like, I mean, just lots of weapons. Um, and then at running back. You know, I think. I think ETN is going to have a real good year. Like he's kind of gotten pushed down the draft a lot, um, a little bit on the smaller side, but the guy is efficient. And if the offense, if the Jags offense just takes that step forward that we think they will with another year of uh, God, I'm already forgetting his name. What's their quarterback? My boy T Law. Yeah, T Law. There we go. That's because yeah, he's another, trash, another bro. That's why. My boy T Law. Because he's caca. That's why. Shout out to my boy Adam. Him. <laughs> I think I think he's just going to be really efficient, you know, and uh, I don't, you know, Tank Bigsby, he's all right, but there a lot of Bigsby hype, but when it really comes down to it, it's going to be a lot of ETN. And to me, ETN is is the better running back. When you watch him, when you actually watch the tape, watch him run, ETN is the guy. So that'll be it for me. Yeah, and he's on the block on Fantasy Family, just to let you guys know. ETN? He's on the block. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start running back, man. And I'm gonna go with my guy Khalil Herbert. Mm. I feel like he finally got his chance at running back. He's the RB1. Yes, right. he's gonna have to split carries with his uh, with his quarterback. <laughs> but I've always been high on Khalil Herbert. I've always thought he he was very talented at, at the running back position. He just had to really split carries with the David Montgomery. I mean, there and he when he gets his chances, though, man, he's making big plays. He's already broke a what a fifty-five yarder in in preseason. I mean, that I feel like, I feel like he is ready to go and show out and show why he is the RB one there and why he needs to stay the RB one. Yes, they got Dante Foreman, 
um, coming from Carolina. I mean, but that's going to be, you know, third down. Obviously, Khalil Herbert's a little smaller, so you got to get that third down back, uh, possibly even goal line. But I still feel like you're gonna, they're going to give Khalil Herbert enough, enough, uh, enough plays, and he's just going to he's just going to ball out this season. I feel like he's going to be uh, closer to that top twelve, top fifteen type, and yeah, like I, I feel like he's going to be there. You think he's going to get the whole load? Uh, you know I mean, I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Kick my boy yeah. Adam out the league. Man, no more your boy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he kicked himself out the league, man. I, I asked him a thousand times. If you don't respond back to me, that's not my fault. I hit you up twice. I hit him up twice. Hey, man, are you are you are you doing this? Are you are you still in the league? Left the, the league chat. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> Damn, he didn't even say bye or anything, man. He'd be like, all right, guys, peace. My boy just got up and Adam is, is no longer in his chat. I'm like, that's dang. A, <laughs> like, that's all the right. Second time, that's the I'll, second time he left the chat. I guess, man. I was like, yeah. fine, I won't text in the middle of the night no more. I'm sorry. Jeez. It's all good, and, man. And then as far as uh as quarterback this season, um, you too, you really took my you really took my pick with that, bro. Like that's that's crazy. Um I'm, I'm gonna go Jackson. But Lamar Jackson, I feel like Lamar Jackson's already up there, man. Like it's not like that's that's why I said he's already one of the, the known, the more known guys, but I feel like I feel all right, I'm gonna say this. I feel like Geno Smith hmm. continues. I feel like Geno Smith continues his his uh, ascension, man. I feel like he's going to continue to ball out. They just added a new extra toy for him in Jackson Smith and Jig. But, yeah, he got a broken hand or whatever the hell. But you still got DK. You still got Tyler Lockett. He was uh, Mr. Geno Smith, had the best completion rate all season long. It wasn't just for a few weeks. He had the best completion rate all season long. And especially in the six-point league, man, he was giving me 20, 21 points when I needed it, and that was on a consistent basis. I, I think that he – and now that you got Ken Walker back, uh, fully healthy, this this offense is primed and good to go, man. And I feel like Geno just takes it to that next level, man. And I feel like he gets up into a, a, a top 10 conversation where he should have been there last season. Um, and I feel like he gets – he earns more respect, man, and – and Mr. Geno Smith is gonna be giving you twenty point games in the in the four point uh, pass league. All right, you want to come up here, Charlie? <laughs> you, you want you want to come up hey, here? Hey, real quick, you shout out to my hey, real quick shout out to my boy Mike. Man, he's on the side over here. Text me. He said he wanted to say he wanted me to say something. Man, go Raiders the right way, Raiders. <laughs> What's up? Anybody else? What else we got? All right, man. So uh, as far as wide receivers go, man, um, I feel like Mr. Brandon Ayuk has – this is the breakout season. He has been working his, his, his ass off since his rookie season. Yes, he does have good games here and there, here and there. But just watching him um, turn into the wide receiver he is – I feel like this is the season where 
everybody is like on him. Like he's the, he's a top 20 wide receiver, top 15 wide receiver by the end of the season. He's going to have more big games than not. And it's his work ethic, man. Like he reminds me of a Jerry Rice-esque type of work ethic. Not player, work oh. ethic, work oh, okay. ethic. That, that's a, yeah, 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 work ethic. He has the hands. He has the route running skills. He's already got his name for himself, but this is that breakout season, especially with Brock Purdy, man. Brock Purdy can uh, distribute that ball very nicely, uh, probably better than most of the quarterbacks we've had in the, in the recent years. I mean, besides, I mean, not even Jimmy was able to distribute the ball like this, but this is Brandon Ayuk's breakout year, man. So look for him. You're going to get him round six through eight. I, I kept him in seven and, I'm I'm happy with him. I've he's been on my team like almost every year since his rookie year. I kept him one year. I drafted him the the other, um, and now he's back on my team again. I pretty much had the same thing with uh, Michael Pittman, but I don't got Michael Pittman this season. But this is uh, Ayuk's breakout year, man. And then uh, for my for for my tight end pick, man, I, I'm just you know what I'm saying. I gotta keep I gotta keep on my guy, bro. You going Kincaid back back to Kincaid or what? Back to Kincaid, man. That's this is this is a rookie. This is gonna be a rookie standout, especially for this Buffalo team, man. He's gonna show. He's gonna show. He's gonna gonna show a lot, man. He's gonna be up there. He's gonna be in that tier three, tier two uh, at the end of the season, and he's gonna be high on people's list, man. Next season, he's not gonna be in in round uh, after round twelve. He's gonna go early, probably like round five, six. He's gonna be he's gonna ball out. He got he got uh he got Josh throwing the ball. Uh he's just gonna he's gonna be a standout, man. Especially for a rookie. You think he's gonna be a top five tight end, roughly, huh? Eventually. I mean in the next couple of years for sure. And I do got one sleeper. One sleeper. I said it, we talked about him at the beginning of the season. My Michigan, my Michigan guy, Ronnie. God. Oh, bro. Look at <laughs> This kid, I, I loved him in Michigan. Loved him in Michigan, and not just because he, you know, he was on the Michigan team. But dude, I watched him ball out every game. Like he has a crazy work ethic. He's working behind Debo. He is doing the same things, grabbing the ball, holding it like a runner, and and popping and popping players, getting that yard after catch. He he's got the same script. He's doing everything that he needs to do. Watch for Ronnie Bell. I I didn't draft him. A guy was able to get him off waivers. So I'm just saying, just just go back and watch the tape. Go back and watch the tape on, on Ronnie Bell, man. He, this kid is going to be something special. A- and it's more of a keeper, more of a keeper than anything. But just watch. When he gets on that field, he's going to show out. He's going to also uh, – he'll probably outperform Debo. Just let you guys all know that too. Just make sure make sure you guys uh, <clears throat> take Ronnie – what's his name? Ronnie Bell? I don't even know his name. Ronnie Bell? Slimmy, yeah, Ronnie. If, Bell, if right? we want to talk, if, if we want to talk about some guys that we've never heard of, I got one for you. Slammy, what's up, man? Another, let's go back to the Colts, man. Alec, oh. Alec Pierce, wide receiver, too. Oh, nice. I like him. Uh-huh. He, he, so, second year, second year, in the yeah, league. second year, second year receiver. Metrics look good. So, here's, here's my case for Alec Pierce. He's fired, bro. So the new coach with the Colts is Shane Steichen, who was the offensive coordinator for the Eagles last season. And if we look back at Jalen Hurts and how Steichen kind of molded that offense to a young Jalen Hurts, 
Um, it was a lot. They th- What they really focused on was trying to simplify the offense as much as possible. And so by doing that, you had a lot, a lot of down the field stuff, a lot of go routes, a lot of, you know, four wide deep down the field. And, and early, early in his career, if you watched Hertz, it was a lot of bombs down the field. I would not be shocked if Richardson's doing the same thing. We've seen it. I've seen a lot of clips already from the preseason camps with the Colts, a lot of bombs down the field. And the main recipient of those bombs is Alec Pierce. Um, he's a good receiver, man. He's, he has he's some going down the field. He had some standout games. That he had a couple games, a good games uh, towards the middle of the season last season. Um, Michael Pittman obviously was injured, and Alec Pierce became that that top target over there, man. And oh my God, I was like, "Where? Who is this kid?" And I looked him up, man. And I, I that kid can ball out. But shout out to Slammy. He's in the chat. We, Yo, it's up, going Slammy? good, bro. What's up? How how is your fantasy season? Uh, are your your fantasy drafts going, man? And uh. Yeah, it's good to see so, you in the chat, bro. Since you guys are all giving these sleepers, man, I, I'll throw one out there too, man. Let's talk about Romeo Dobbs one time, man. I think this guy has potential to be one of the one of those uh, wide receivers, man, everybody's sleeping on, man. I really like him. He was doing great last season until he got hurt, yes, he man. Was. Once he got hurt, man, he kind of just slipped a little. And then, you know, Christian Watson came, put on his cape, and, you know, and he flew off and took over. And then everything was just brushed under the rug with Romeo Dobbs. But, man, hey, when the guy was healthy, man, Man, that was Aaron. That was Aaron Rodgers' boy, man. I'm telling you, he was just he trusted him. That was his blanket. Um, and this guy's going late in rounds, man. I mean, he's wide receiver 55 overall. Come on, I think if this guy stays healthy, I mean, potential to be like one, kind of like, kind of like how Christian Christian Kurt appeared. I think he can come out of nowhere and just be like, all right, now who who the hell is this guy? And then that following year, man, he just he's gonna be up there in your fantasy drafts the following year, man. I. I really like Romeo Dobbs uh, to be one of those sleeper picks to to kind of just boom this season. Yeah, I had I was reading I was reading some uh, stuff on Romeo Dobbs before the season started, and that was actually uh, Rogers' top target in in preseason and in practice. Like that's mm-hmm. that's who was getting the ball. So I was already like, ooh, if if Aaron Rodgers already trusts him that much that he's the top target in practice, that you already know that means something. Especially yeah. for Aaron Rodgers, if he don't trust you, you're not getting the ball. Look at what happened with Watson last season. He <laughs> it, ain't get the ball. It, yeah, it took him a while. <laughs> you dropped that. Yeah, we ain't doing yeah. that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Romeo Dobbs is a fire, a fire uh, wide receiver. He's a, he's one of the bigger ones. Um, and, and the thing is that the the only thing that scares me about about Packers is Jordan Love. What <sighs> what love. can this what can this kid come and do? You know what I'm saying? It's question marks everywhere, man. With with quarterbacks, you know. I mean, we talk about Alex. We talk about Alex Pierce. You got Anthony Richardson thrown in the football. So yeah, like I said, there's there's question marks. A lot of question marks at quarterbacks for a lot of these potential breakout stars. So for sure, for sure. And Sammy said he's going good. He's feeling confident that he's winning the league. A championship mindset, baby. You already know, man. You already know. All right. Yeah. Um, We have any other sleepers? Anybody else want to have something? up their sleeve no i think that's yes. it for me what you bill billy's over nah. here frozen on me oh okay yeah yeah yeah. my bad my bad i don't know what just happened All i got right. a little internet blip that was weird uh charlie saying zay flowers man uh out of uh <clears throat> out of baltimore zay flowers is nice man uh he he's quick he's quick he's one of those other uh one of the one of those other rookies that is going around seven eight, um, the forty three overall. 
got a solid rookie wide receiver top five, like for sure. Between Jackson Smith, between Zay, between Addison, Johnson, and um, I think who else? There's there was one more, I believe. Can't remember the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's between those five, those five uh, wide receivers, man. Uh, yeah, they're all talented. Zay Flowers is with Lamar Jackson over there in Baltimore, and it's gonna be fun to watch, man. Uh, one of the one of the better route runner route runners coming out of college for sure, man. Uh, the way that yeah. guy, I just see that guy just putting somebody in a blender. I was like, yikes! <laughs> uh, just, just in. I mean, I know it's practice in those videos I see in training camps, but to just to do that to one of the corners, man, it, it's kind of ridiculous. But yeah, for sure, man. He's he's got some route running ability for sure, man. Uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah, that's the same here, man. We did a. Solid hour and a half, man. I mean, I think we good tonight. We we yeah. gave a lot of we get a we gave a lot of uh uh good info on on picks, but like middle rounds, even late rounds, man. So well, I mean, these are these are the, these are the meat. This is like the the meat and potatoes right here, man. Everybody knows their stars. Everybody knows what to do, man. We don't. I mean, if, unless you're new to the league and new to football somewhere somehow, I mean, you know who to pick the first three rounds, the f- rounds five through you know ten. Those are the kind of those are the kind of ones you're like unsure of, man. And you know, just I mean, you could take our opinion and just how we feel about it. I know we all have our own opinions on everybody else, and you know, he likes this person better. He likes Debo. I hate Debo. Yeah, you know, it it is what it is. But it's just to get a feel. I mean, I, to, I mean, honestly, to like help comfort your pick. I uh to to say um because you know you could like a guy really uh, a lot and. The guy likes it just as much, and you yeah. and you take him right before that. So, go with your gut. I mean, we watch a little. I know I watch a little uh, training camp videos. It kind of helped my my decision out a little bit better. So that's kind of what I go off of because you know the preseason. I mean, it's yeah. preseason. You know sure. what I mean? So, Charlie, we it, we did hit on him. We just talked about Zay Flowers. We said that he he's mm-hmm. fired. He's one of the top. <laughs> he's one of the top wide receivers in in the wide receiver class this year. There's only three others that I would draft in, in rounds seven and eight. Like Zay Flowers was one of them. Zay Flowers was one of them. We've been we've been talking about. We talked about him last week. <laughs> Zay Flowers has been on our radar, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who got him in our league, but uh, yeah, it was a solid. I think he went right where we kind of predicted him to go. Eight. Yeah. So right where we right he where we were eight? predicting him. Holy cow! Yeah, I, I think he went. Yeah, because it was Jackson Smith. I think. Anthony Jackson eight. Smith. Yep. Yeah, and, and then Quentin Quentin Johnson he got, and then I think Zay Flowers went right after that, because Addison went first out of all the rookies. Oh, you're round nine. Oh, round Damn, nine. we went round yeah. nine. Even. Round nine. Yeah. 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 Eight, yeah. eight, nine. Same old man. Tomato, tomato. Oh man, it went to went to Chris. It, that's, yeah, that's yeah, still I, Chris. That was dude. the last. That, that was the last one. He was the last. The last wide receiver yeah. pickup. But yeah, Charlie, you missed it. We were talking. We did. We did call him out, man. He's fire. Very quick. He had that nice little uh, touchdown last weekend for the Ravens. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch him and Lamar hook up throughout the season, man. Yes, sir. All right, Lee, bring us out, sir. Bring us out. All right. Well, if that's all we got, Cobra, you good? Everybody's good. He wants to talk about Roshan Johnson. Talk about him. Hey, he looked good, man. In preseason, big, good, good pass blocker. <clears throat> Um, still third on the depth chart, so I I don't, wouldn't expect a lot from Roshan early on, but um, 
Yeah, I mean, he's the kind of player that I like to take a bet on. Hey, Charlie, just so you know, so in fantasy family, I have Roshan on my bench. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I believe. But it's going to definitely be a long-term project. Like, I'm going to have to sit on him for a while. For that to plan out. Ryan's thinking, Ryan's, Ryan's thinking keeper though. So you know he didn't tell you that, yeah. Charlie. We got keepers. So Ryan's Ryan's done the homework. He's probably sees something in his crystal ball like he always does every season. You know what I mean? I don't know what he does. I mean, he's got a voodoo doll against my team at the end of the season. He starts poking it, and that's how I lose nine or six games at the end of the season somehow. But I don't know what Ryan does. But yeah, uh Roshan is on his team, probably be his keeper next year, probably a a top it's ten gonna, back somehow. It's gonna it's gonna take a lot. I think it's gonna take a lot for Roshan <laughs> to even. <laughs> it's, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot for Roshan to actually even get up to into that conversation of RB one. Yeah, I mean, you still got Don, you you got Donta Freeman, who is a solid RB two over there, and then you got Khalil Herbert. Man, this is his year. This is his team right now. He's gonna lead them. Ain't nobody sleeping on them. I'm just I'm just calling it for what it is, man. They they already got two heavyweights <laughs> at running back, so. The rookie's going to come in and just watch what happens. Hey, trust me, nobody's sleeping. In my league, nobody was sleeping on him because I know there was people talking behind me when it, when he was, like, in that round where to get him. Oh, did you see about Roshan? Hey, Roshan. I'm, like, hearing Roshan whispering, and then Ryan just ran up to the podium and then just put him in there. So, you sure yeah. about that? Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I hit the draft button, I was like, who the hell is that? That's what that's what I heard. <laughs> I, I think it was. I think I know I talked about him, and then uh, I think uh, it was LeJohn. I was talking to somebody about him. But we know how that you know how that field is. That backfield's all crowded and stuff. I mean, um, if you want to talk about people that you, that you might be sleeping on, man, go look up Kendra Miller. Probably, you probably haven't even looked him up yet, man. Go look, go look him up. But you who? know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you, you want to talk about rookie running backs, man? Go 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 look him up real quick. You know what I'm saying? He's he's nah, talking nah, 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 game, nah. Hey, you can't I be like having that Charlie no more, man. Hey, I'm in this league now. That 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 that's the stop. That stops now. You can't be drafted for Charlie no more. I already, <laughs> I already know what you guys was doing back there. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be there at the draft, uh, and then all of a sudden, hey, you guys are gonna uh, sit uh, apart from each other. You guys can't sit next to each other and you know bump elbows and like, yeah, yeah, take him. Nah, none of that this season. Let Charlie pick his own team. Hey, Charlie, no defenses in the second round. All right. Third. It was the third. Oh, uh, third. 49ers. No forty nine no defense in the third round, Charlie. Oh, I heard about that, my boy. Yikes! <laughs> Don't worry, man. I won't let you do that. All right. Hey, I, hey, one last time. Let's reiterate it. Do not get no damn kickers in the top ten rounds. No <laughs> kickers. None of you. You bet. If you, if you, anybody drafts kickers, do not talk to me about fantasy football. If you draft the mm -hmm. defense in the top ten rounds, do not talk to me about fantasy football because I don't care about your opinion. But I got the Niners in the ninth or eighth round. Get out of here. You're a bum. <laughs> Let's go. I, uh, all right. Anybody have anything else before we uh, take us out of this one? All right. Movies. All right. Well, all right, everybody. Well, uh, you you know, as you all know, you can follow us at uh, TIYF pod on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Also at TIYF underscore uh, pod on twitch.tv. You can also follow this podcast later on when we get posted. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts or any station you stream your podcast too other than that that's all i got for the guys cobra billy the truth here uh well, i guess we'll see you guys next wednesday you guys yes, have sir, a good one PM. there's gonna be a crazy drop on apple too watch we're gonna have every 